Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brad. This is Miles. And welcome to the house. We are back in Orlando and ready for some Super Bowl action. I'm super missing Las Vegas. Uh, had so much fun. Uh, I think I'm going to go back in July. So if anybody is out there in July and they want to hit us up, we should do another trip. Too much fun not to go back. So For real. So like I said earlier, we're going to do our ratings and reviews segment. If you guys want the opportunity to hear your name on our show, just leave us a review. So we're going to start with a review from Nicole Concilio. And it's a five-star rating. says, love. Exclamation point. I love listening to Miles and Brad. For someone like myself trying to learn more about sports, about sports betting and odds, this podcast is right up my alley. Very informative and keeps me wanting to hear the next episode. Keep up the good work, guys. Thanks, Nicole. We appreciate the love. The next one is from Oregon Caleb. Five-star rating, new and fresh. I listen to a lot of podcasts. It is great to hear some genuine content, content that is produced in a continuous stream. Miles and Brad are a great team with a strong opposition that I love hearing. I look forward to seeing what the house becomes. And, guys, if you leave crappy reviews, we will respond to those too. We just want to know your honest thoughts. And thank you, Nicole and Caleb, for sharing your thoughts with us. Uh, we're also really excited to see to see what this turns into. And speaking of excitement, we're going to go ahead and introduce our newest segment here. So, Brad, we've had a lot of excitement and insight from our friends and family yes definitely yeah since we started this podcast and, and probably the biggest thing i've heard is hey you guys you and brad should talk about this yeah. you guys should talk about this you guys should bring this up so it gave us the idea of well let's just go ahead and do a weekly mailbag segment where we get your questions and answer them on the air i think it's a brilliant idea um when you ran this by me and got my thoughts i was 100 percent down so tell them how they submit a mailbag question yes so, how you submit a question for us. You can email us, bestthehouse at gmail.com. Also, as always, you can tweet at us, at bestthehouse. There is also a comment section on our website, www.bestthehouse.com, that is also great. So, what was the question that we're going to uh, pull from the mailbag this week? All right. So, this comes from Adam, right here in Orlando, Florida. And here we go. Should the NFL and other sports put a time clock on instant replays? For example, they have one minute to review the play and make a decision or the call stands automatically. This would cut down on stoppages and eliminate these five-minute reviews where they come out and change a borderline call because they overanalyze it and convince themselves. In my opinion, I think it's a fantastic solution to their stoppage issue, but also to some of the controversy over flipped calls. So let's go ahead and keep this to the NFL for now. What are your thoughts? Okay, so Adam, great question. My opinion on this is I don't think there should be a time limit. You either going to get the get the call right on the field or don't don't review it at all. I don't think there should be an in between. Yeah, and why we started this in the first place was to make sure that we got the call right on the field. So yes. I feel like that don't isn't it that we're kind of backtracking a little bit if yeah. we start putting limitations on it? I completely understand what the point is here. Some of the football games this year, especially in the playoffs, were overly long. Yes. And college football is experiencing a very similar issue uh, with their new targeting rule. Yeah. Because those take a very long those time. Those take a very long time. But it's something that you have to get right. And especially uh, still sticking with the targeting rule, especially if it's going to be a suspension yeah. or, let's say, in the NFL, it, you know, it's a touchdown call. Yeah. You, you have to make sure that you're taking the, the necessary time. But what what would this look like? 
if there was a, let's just say, a one-minute time crunch yes. on the review. Because I feel like that not as many calls would be overturned. Correct. And there would be a lot of sloppy officiating. So, you know, now uh, if a player's down, but they get up and they run into the end zone, they call it as a touchdown because they want to be able to rule the touchdown and review it. Every scoring play is reviewed. But now they have a one-minute time. You, A ref might second-guess himself and call a player down who really scored a touchdown because he doesn't want that one-minute review to happen. Sure. I mean, when you're looking for someone touching somebody at all different angles or them touching the boundaries, it could take longer than a minute. And I think this almost brings up also a very broad issue in sports today is every sport is kind of looking for these solutions. I know that baseball is also looking to speed up the game. Yeah. Where's the line? You know? I think it, another thing that will help too is if um, NFL and college football goes kind of towards what um, soccer is doing with the goal line technology where they actually just put a microchip in all the balls. That way they'll see if someone is if the ball is out, but it it won't really tell if they step out of bounds, but it might, you know, it might help a little bit. I like that. And I feel like every year we're getting new camera angles. Yeah. You know, the pylon cam was was introduced a couple yeah, of years the ago. 360 cam is the a great 360 one. 360 cam. They they've got cameras flying onto the fields now. So, I feel like now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like this problem is going to correct itself. Yeah. Because eventually our technology is going to be so intricate that it won't take as long to get a correct call on the field. Yeah, definitely. And you could even you can even argue that as as we got you know better in technology. So this if, for those who don't know, the review came around. I think it was the eighty five eighty six season, and it was eliminated until nineteen ninety nine because it was just taking too long. The technology wasn't that good. But 1990, 1999 and two thousand, they were about three minutes per review. Now we're down to two two minutes and 25 seconds per review. And another thing that I was, I wanted to touch on with the review time, a lot of people forget that the review time is so long and it's an additional long because additional length because they do use TV timeouts during the review. Yeah. So that's them to, to, you know, sneak in some more funding. Yeah. And that brings in more dollars. Yeah. And, so, uh, the more money it makes, the happier I'll be, you know? Absolutely. Uh, so, also, don't forget, tell us your thoughts. Go ahead and tweet at us. Do you think that NFL and other sports should put a time clock on instant replays uh, to speed up the game? And, and and I think this is a popular issue to talk about, like I yeah. said, not just in football, but uh, across other sports as well. Baseball is really trying to figure it out because it's, it's very new for them. Uh, but thank you, Adam, for a great question and a great debate. And don't forget, uh, your question could be next. Next week, you can email us bestthehouse at gmail.com tweet at us at bestthehouse or check out the comment section on our website yeah definitely I, i'm excited to hear what the next question is going to be this this you know it made me think a little bit which is pretty cool yeah so let's uh go ahead and move over to a fun part of the episode we're going to cover some super bowl prop bets you guys some prop bets we're not going to cover that are going to be really cool that i want to just go ahead and give you the insight on will the national anthem be longer than two minutes under or over the average national anthem is a hundred. I mean, it's one minute and fifty-eight seconds. The last four out of the five Super Bowl national anthems went over two minutes. Just a heads up, if you guys want to take that. That's some inside information for you, right there. Yes. So you want to start with the first one: odds to win Super Bowl MVP. This is the big one for me. There's a lot of options here, and the the odds on some of these players are surprising. Because yeah. okay, so. I see Gronkowski at plus 900, but was that before or after it was announced that he was officially playing? It was before. So do you think that's going to change? 
I think it might move to maybe 700, 800, but when's the last time a tight end's won the MVP? Uh, it's, it's very rare, but I guess if, it, if anybody can do it, it's a healthy Gronk, right? Yeah, so... Or we don't even know how, how healthy he's going to be. I'm imagining he has to be pretty close to healthy. Two weeks for a concussion is a long time. Yeah. Who are you taking? So, I kind of went back and forth on this because... Here's the thing. I'm not going to take Tom Brady because he's sitting at minus 110. So not worth it. I, so, I threw that out of the window. Yes, right? There's no value there, but I think it's important to express that looking at the sheet, Tom Brady may be the obvious choice, but remember, especially with these prop bets, we're looking for value, yes. value for the money. And for me, someone who stood out for me and someone who, who could have another big game this week is Danny Amendola. Okay. I think he could get targeted a lot. I think Cooks is going to have trouble finding open looks. I think Gronk is going to have the uh, the same struggles, and Amendola was the one that really opened up the offense for them last week. Yeah. He yeah. made a lot of big plays. He did, and uh, I really like that 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 right there. And it's at plus 1,800. Yes. Not bad. I wanted you to get to the money part. So my money part, I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to do a twofold if that's okay. Sure. Because, I mean, you guys are either going to be fans of the Patriots or the Eagles in this game. You're rooting for one of them. So I'm going to have – if I were to put my money down on a Patriots player, this one is sketchy, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Deion Lewis at plus 1,800. I have no problem with that. The reason I say it's sketchy is because when James White had the three-touchdown performance, Tom Brady was still the MVP, which is a big factor, which means for James White to win MVP, he would have to have 100 yards and two touchdowns. And Tom Brady has to have one throwing touchdown, maybe an interception. That was a good point because I remember we had had a debate about that because when I was remembering it, I thought that James White... Yeah, he had that great performance that Tom Brady won the MVP. He was the difference maker, but that's the thing. If the Patriots win, odds are Brady's going to get the MVP. Yeah. Which this, is what these odds are telling and us. And then what's going to be another thing here if, if the Patriots win and Brady wins MVP, he's going to win the league MVP. And there's a, there's a uh, they call it a trifecta bet that you can put out there, a prop bet, that Brady wins the MVP, Super Bowl, and league MVP. Um, so let me go to the Eagles. Okay. I want you to pick an Eagles player too. So yeah. think about it while I'm talking. Um, I'm going to give you a twofer because um, I'm going to put my money on both. It's going to be LeGarrette Blunt at plus plus. 3,300 plus 3,300. Why I'm saying LeGarrette Blunt is because LeGarrette Blunt is the type of player who can go out there and rip off three touchdowns and 80 yards. That's going to win him the MVP over Nick Foles all day because it's not the Tom Brady effect. Um, and I mean, at plus 3,300, that value is insane. You put $100 Huge. on that, that's 3,000. My second one is going to be Nick Foles because if Nick Foles had a game like he did last game, the MVP is his at plus 325. Okay, but for me, you know what? I was going to say that I don't think there's any chance that Foles wins it, but I suppose if the Eagles do pull this win out and Foles has 200 yards and two touchdowns, he could easily get the MVP. Yeah, so he'd be yours if you had to pick an Eagles player? Okay, so if I had to pick an Eagles player, I'm going to go... I know we were just talking about tight ends, but Zach I'm going to go Zach Ertz. That's a safe. That's a very safe play. And plus 2,000. That's great money. Uh, I think if anybody, if there's any tight end on this field that's going to win Super Bowl MVP, it'd be Zach Ertz. How about, I'm just looking at this now. How about Malcolm Jenkins at plus 10,000? If he has a pick six. A pick six and maybe I mean, a forced fumble or, yeah. or a tackle for loss. Yeah, that that could be enough to get him that award. Yeah, I think it I think it'd be enough, um, kind of like the uh, Malcolm Butler situation. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And, and icing, an icing interception or something. Yeah, so keep, keep an eye out there for Jenkins. You want to move over to some more props? Yeah, we have plenty here. Um, right. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this one's going to be the outcome of the coin toss. They're both sitting at minus 105. And 
I'm going to go tails because tails never fails. Perfect. My heart is always on heads. Hey, so. I love it. And let's do some crazy statistical <laughs> analysis of this. So the last three Super Bowls, tails hit. The four Super Bowls before that, heads hit. It's like we're playing roulette. Yeah, it looks just like roulette. It's yeah. like, I guess heads is bound to hit, right? It is. So uh, take that as you may. The next one we're going to do, uh, guess pink's hair color. Okay. Go through all the options first and their prices. All right. When you sent this over to me, I was trying to think, I don't really keep up with celebrities too much, so yeah. I'm not really sure what her hair color usually is, <laughs> but here are the options. <laughs> White or blonde is minus 300, which I thought was overwhelming. That's tip- That's her typical hair color. She's walking around about a white blonde. Okay. You gotta think it's gonna be a different color for the Super Bowl, though. Yes. But let's let's talk about that. Pink or red plus four hundred. I think that's too cliche if she comes out with pink hair. but yeah. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, green at plus four hundred. Isn't she an Eagles fan? She's from Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Okay. Well, look out for that. Uh, blue or purple plus nine hundred. Brown or black plus nine hundred. Boring. I've never seen Boring. pink with. She had black hair with what, like in the nineteen nineties. Yeah. There, there's no way that's coming out again. Mm. I'll go ahead and start here because. I mean, my money's on green at plus 400. I'm going green. And then if, if you had to tell me to pick another color, I'm picking purple. Because I can see her coming out with purple wearing a green shirt. Okay. I, does that match to those colors? It's funky, dude. Oh, okay. She's a funk. So, All right. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So that's what, I mean. Her new music has been pretty good. I think I think she's got to come out with some kind of green. What happens if she does like a half white, half green? Does the prop bet push? You know, I was looking at that because I, so it says that it's, up to the discretion of the house. Oh God! So you know that's so. If it's half and half, they're probably not going to pay out anybody. Nope, they're going to push it. I, I know it's going to be some BS. Who knew that we'd be talking about pink on this on this podcast? Right. Ever. But Ever. you know what? You better believe I'll be paying extra attention to that on Sunday. All right, let's go to the next one. Will pink wear an eagle shirt or hat? Okay. That of them. I'm saying no. No. I'm saying no. I'm saying it's too cliche. She so she, she's an Eagles fan. So are you telling me she's she's gonna she's gonna come out with the green hair, the Eagles hat? No. Okay, I'm saying I'm not about it. I'm saying yes because I don't know if she's gonna come out with green hair. I definitely think she's gonna have either an Eagles nice sparkly shirt with a blazer on top, with some killer some killer like tight slacks mm-hmm. with some stilettos, or she's gonna have the green hair. There's no way she's coming out here without rocking her team. Do you know what's interesting? Is that I would expect yes to be favored. Yeah, but so we so we have yes at plus one seventy. No is heavily favored at minus two fifty. Uh, you know, I, I was going I was going to go take some of these. I so bad was about to go take. I was going to take the uh, the heads or tails, and then the pink wearing an eagle shirt. And there's another one if pink says the okay if pink says go eagles or let's go eagles before or after the anthem. It's at like plus two hundred. And I was going to go do that, and I go, you know what? I'm going to be so mad if I lose 20 bucks on her not saying Eagles. Well, that's what well, here's the thing. With how sensitive America is right now, I don't think that she would risk it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the national anthem needs to be about the national anthem. But can you know how many ball games that, like, go on and when they're done, let's go team! Big time. But it's the Super Bowl. Exactly. Why? What, what bigger stage can you say it on? All right, let's move this over to this one. Okay, I know exactly which one I'm going with here. The color of Bill Belichick's shirt at kickoff. Go ahead and run us through the options and what they're paying out. So we got blue at minus 150. We got green at plus 140. Red at plus 900. And white at plus 900. That's gray. Plus 140, right? Yep. I've got gray. You have gray? Yeah. Okay. One of my friends who happens to be a Patriots fan said, Brad, go gray. Trust me. 
Dude, he's gonna come out in his gray hoodie. The last two Super Bowls Belichick won, he wore a blue shirt. Okay. I'm going blue. It's cold outside, man. I don't care if he's wearing a shirt. They could be indoors. Okay. <laughs> and if not, I could see the whole coaching staff rocking white. Why do you say that? Because this is – I. Belichick's a symbolic guy, and I think he could say this as this is our last – our last hoorah together, and Patricia and McDaniel's often wear white, um, so I could see them saying, "Let's all just go out there and white our last game together." I think that's a good thought. Uh, th- they're losing both coordinators. We don't know what's going to happen with Belichick and Brady. Maybe they will come out unified. Yeah, that'd be that'd be, be cool to see. Um, so bet that as you may, guys. This next one is probably my favorite one. Yeah. On the dock, how many times will Tom Brady's age be mentioned during the broadcast? I think. There's a reason why over 1.5 is heavily favored. I think we're going to hear this three or four times. Yeah. Under 1.5 is plus 200. What are you saying three or four, right? <laughs> it's going to be over two. Ta- even no matter what happens if Tom Brady, if he messes up a pass, well, he's aging. You know, he's over 40. <laughs> well, Tom Brady, he's drinking from the fountain youth. He's 40 years old. I mean, if I was an analyst, I'd say 40 at least 10 times myself. Right, exactly. So I'm going over as well. Yeah. I mean, that's an easy one. I that's a that's a joke. So this is another one that that's kind of confused me, but whatever. We have to talk about Donald Trump because we have to talk about the president, whether you like him or not. The president of the United States and the Super Bowl they go hand in hand. So the prop bet is Donald Trump tweets them, assuming this is during the Super Bowl, over five or under five. Both are set at minus one twenty. I really like how they set this one up. For me, it's pretty easy. I know that Donald Trump is very active in, in events like this, but I don't see him going over five, so I'm sticking with the under. Booyah! I'm going with the under as well. Right. I thought that was – five is a big mark. It's a mark. big number. That's for... pretty much saying he's not paying attention. Right. Or he doesn't want the attention to be on the Super Bowl and wants to be on them. And uh, like it or not, Donald Trump's a sports fan. And also, if we can get political here for a second, I think Trump is done kind of – inserting himself into the matters of the NFL, at least for now. He did it so much in the beginning of the season. I don't think he wants to make another statement like yeah, that. Yeah, and that, that was too much for him at the beginning. I wrote a paper, actually, on Do tell. Um, on third-party intervention where I considered Trump trying to be a third-party intervention when it came to the kneeling stance, and that kind of blew up in his face. Whether his intentions were good or bad, it blew up in his face. I think Trump's going to stay off, stay off the Twitter Stay off the tweets. You have someone in his office. Lay off the tweets, man. Lay off the tweets. That's all someone has to tell him. <laughs> yeah. Just stop tweeting. Yeah, I think I think he's going to be watching some football. All right, um, let's go to the next one. Who will be mentioned first during the broadcast? Robert Kraft or Jeff Laurie? I don't think that there is a question here. It's going to be Robert Kraft. It's 100% be Robert Kraft. And after the uh, – you know what I wouldn't be a sh- uh, surprised of? The first time they mention Robert Kraft – during the broadcast is when um, Arthur Blank came out publicly and said, had displayed his conversation with, with Robert Kraft and said, hey, Robert, I wish you hadn't put 28 to 3 on your Super Bowl rings. That just came out today, and I swear to God the broadcasters are going to mention that first. Absolutely. So, And at and, and minus 140, that's a pretty good payout for, yeah. for a prop bet like that. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about the quarterbacks. Okay. Will Nick Foles have a higher quarterback rating than Tom Brady? All right, so yes is paying out plus 150. 
No is heavily favored at minus 200. So that so what that is basically saying is is that it's favored that Tom Brady is going to have the higher quarterback rating, which we all expect. What are you picking? I'm going with no. I think Brady's going to have a higher quarterback rating than Foles. Okay. It's, it's tough to go against this. I think I'm going to pick yes. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I have two reasoning, two reasons behind that. Number one, it's plus 150 versus minus 200. Number two, if Tom Brady had a game like he did last game and Nick Foles has an average game, he'll still have a higher QBR. And the Patriots can still win. Sure. Unless Tom Brady's slanging it, I think Nick Foles is safe to get the higher QBR. And it's not a bad pick. Nick Foles just had one of the greatest conference championship games by a quarterback in the yeah. history of the NFL. Not saying he's going to repeat that, but with these odds at plus 150, I think we're not taking into account here the kind of game that Foles could have. So yeah, I'm good with that pick. Cool. What are you in a flea flicker attempt? So we got yes at plus 170, no at minus 250. And I'm surprised no is so low. Very favored. Wow. That's crazy. I'm going with yes, there's going to be a flea flicker attempt. Um, but in the AFC Championship, there were two flea flicker attempts. Almost consecutive. They were consecutive drives, I believe. Yeah, but in the, in the Super Bowl, I just don't think it's going to be in anybody's game plan. So I'm going to go against you here and go with the favorites. I'm going to go with no flea flicker attempt. Cool. I, I think that's a coin flip, in my opinion. That Whatever happens, happens, you know. It is a Super Bowl. Miles, this next one. This is another easy one for me. Okay, so how many times will Dynasty be said during the broadcast? Both at minus 120, it's over under 1.5. Yeah, and you're going over, I'm right? going over all day. See, my I think I misread this because I think they're going to say Dynasty twice within like a five-minute span. So I'm going to go over 1.5. Okay, I thought you were about to throw a curveball at me there. No, I did pick under because I was I misread the question, but okay. I'm going over. Yeah, it goes back to the uh, Tom Brady prop bet of during the game. I mean, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're, yeah. we're going to be talking about the dynasty. We're going to be talking about Tom Brady's age. We're going to be talking about Robert Kraft. Is it time to break up the dynasty? Oh, have we passed our, our – how long can the dynasty go? I'll talk and see. And we're talking about Al Michaels calling this game, right? Yeah. He's going to be all over that. Oh, he's going to be licking his chops. All right, introduce the next one. What we got? So this is this is one I picked that I I thought was really exciting. This is what color will the liquid be that is poured on the game winning coach? <laughs> a lot of options here: lime green, yellow, sitting at plus two twenty five; orange is sitting at plus three hundred; red at plus four hundred; clear or just water at plus four hundred; blue at plus four hundred; and finally purple at plus one thousand. All right, we can already eliminate purple. No right. one drinks grape freaking Gatorade. So get that out of here. <laughs> like, that was – whoever picks that, they're wishing for some luck. What are you going with? The safe pick is what I'm going with. Lime, green, yellow, plus 225. Okay. So I – let me show you my reasoning behind my pick. I, there's, a, there's a method behind all my bets, how silly they may be. Clear and water's out of the picture. It's a Super Bowl, and it's all about – they're all about the cameras. So they're, they're not making it clear. All about the brand. Yeah. So now it's between lime green, blue, and orange. Red. Red's not happening. They're staining too many shirts. Orange is my favorite color. So I'm going with orange. I like that reasoning. But there's more reasoning behind it. Oh, go ahead. I went and did my research. The last two Super Bowls, well, not last Super Bowl because there was no orange, there was no Gatorade bath in the last Super Bowl. But the two Super Bowls before that, the Patriots won. Both 
of the Gatorade baths were orange. Wow. Maybe that's the, the maybe that's the Gatorade of choice. Yeah, maybe like you better not bring us none of that purple Gatorade. <laughs> right? But then what if the Eagles win? Oh shoot, I already just gave the game to the Patriots. <laughs> it's gotta be green lime green Gatorade. Oh no. <laughs> Dang it. Man, we're having way too much fun here. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and move on to the next one. This is not this is another one I picked, because uh, I think that this brings up a interesting topic that we'll get into when we break down the game, but it's who is going to record the most rushing yards in the game. I think this is completely up in the air. Now, we do have a heavy favorite. Jay Ajayi is at minus 140. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree that he should be the heavy favorite. I think it should be pretty spread between, in my opinion, Ajayi, Deion Lewis at plus 150, and Blunt at plus 500. Yeah. But then we also have James White at plus 1,200, and we have Rex Burkhead at plus 1,200. Okay, so right off the bat, I'm going to take out James White and Rex Burkhead because yeah. I think they're only getting receiving yards. Yeah. Take so, out. And if James White gets touches, they're going to be at the goal line. So it's down to three. Which is interesting because Blunt was one of your Super Bowl MVP picks. So was Lewis. Yes. We haven't really talked about Ajayi here. The only reason I'm not taking Ajayi is because I, I don't like that he's the heavy favorite. I don't see a lot of value in it. Yeah. So I'm going with Deion Lewis. I'm going with Deion Lewis as well. And guys, if you guys want to talk about safe bets, bet Ajayi. The Patriots give up over 120 yards per, per game to the running back. And the Eagles are sitting at somewhere like 98 to 105 and Deion Lewis is splitting carries, but I'm projecting a big game out of Deion Lewis. He was held to something like 34 yard rush yards last game. Yeah, uh, he's breaking out. He's coming to show. I, I could see him rip one for plus 30. And if you guys also want to look at more prop bets, the Garrett Blunt prop bet of 24.5 yards in this game, I would take the over. Those are all good options, and I agree with you on the Ajayi front. That's for the safe betting man out there. And we're not safe. And we're not safe. There's nothing safe about us. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Finally, uh, another one that I was really interested in. Will a special teams or defensive touchdown be scored? Yes is sitting at plus 180. No is favored at minus 220. I'm going with yes. I'm going plus with 180. yes. Value, a great defense, and I am not sitting at my house rooting for no defensive touchdown because I can care less who wins. I want someone to score on defense. I love pick six. Oh, my God. A scoop and score. Nothing, and, yeah. nothing is better than a good old defensive touchdown. That pick six in the NFL t- or the NFC title game was oh my God. gold. Yes. They, so that wraps up our <laughs> prop bets that I don't think either of us thought we were going to talk about for so long. And we will come back next week and let you know how we stacked up. Yeah. So, Miles, now it's time to talk about the real thing. Time to get down to the nitty-gritty. Can we de- Super Bowl. Can we delay this as much as possible? This is the last football game of the season i might have to start watching canadian football <laughs> oh, oh my god so at u.s bank stadium the poor eagles i mean the poor vikings could not make it and we have a matchup between the new england patriots at who are laying four and a half first the philadelphia eagles can we talk about the quarterbacks first yes i know there's a lot to talk about but we know what Tom Brady brings to the table. Yeah. But I just want to say that there was a point last week in the AFC title game where I literally said the words, wow, the Patriots are getting absolutely dominated. Yeah. And they were. They were. In that first half, that Jacks team was so well prepared. Mm-hmm. It looks like the Patriots were completely lost on both sides of the football. Yeah. 
that worries me. But at the same time, I think that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The Eagles-Vikings game, I'm throwing that away because I think it was a one-off situation. Yeah. A complete blowout. The Vikings were completely unprepared. The home field advantage for the Eagles was really strong. And I'm not looking for Foles to have that kind of game again. No way. Those are my the, I mean, those are my even first if you look at the two games, you had Nick Foles throwing zero touchdowns, Nick Foles throwing two touchdowns in both those games. And another thing here that I want to highlight, the Eagles, do they do have a great defense, but their pass defense is nothing. And their rush defense is absolutely nothing like the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags had the stats, yes. and th- they proved it on they the field it how up. good they were. Right? They, away. The Eagles don't get the luxury of playing at home. This is a neutral field game. And, and that's a big point I was going to make here. The Eagles playing away from home, I think, is going to affect them way more than it's going to affect the Patriots yeah, right now. big time. The Eagles seem – I think they could beat anybody in the NFL right now at home. Yeah. At home, uh, at a night game. But we're talking about neutral field, the away Super from home, Bowl. in the Super Bowl. You're going to you're gonna say uh, Nick Foles I, – I said that he, he has a chance to be in the Super Bowl MVP, right? But honestly, that's just a betting purpose. When it comes to this game, I'm going to put my money on Brady. I saw a graphic that said you have to pick one quarterback to win you the Super Bowl. And, you know, one of the one of these quarterbacks was on there. The other quarterback wasn't. One was Tom Brady who was on there. The other is Nick Foles. It was Tom Brady, uh, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers. And I looked at that thing, and I said, I still want Tom Brady. I still want Brady because of the experience. The experience. But this is this is his seventh. I believe it's his seventh. His yeah. seventh Super Bowl. And so I talked about the first half of the game, the the AFC title game. But in that second half, be his eighth then. Well, he has his five rings. Is it? He lost to the. Uh, he lost to, the Giants twice. Okay. Well then. Okay. It's, it's got to be his eighth. It is eighth. Okay. Um, but in the in the second half of that game last week, it was. Typical Tom Brady. It's, yeah. it's almost like he plays better when he's playing from behind. Yep. Because you know what it is? It's the Tiger effect. It's Tiger on a Sunday. Yeah. Tom Brady, it's like what happened to the Falcons last year. Yeah. Tom Brady starts coming back. It's a mental thing. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're panicking because the greatest quarterback of all time is, is in a rhythm. on Down your throat, knocking at your door, marching down the field. You just see the, the lead chipping away. He's just chipping at it. As soon as he uh, converted, I believe it was to Emondola, but correct me if I'm wrong, he converted like a third and 15 yeah. in the third quarter. That, mm-hmm. that changed the entire game. Yeah. As soon as that was converted, it was a big uh-oh moment. He's so methodical about his comebacks, too. It's it's never once do you worry that he's not coming he back. He doesn't panic. He, he's yeah. just so composed. Even when things go so horribly wrong in the first half, yeah, like it did last week and or uh, two weeks ago and like it did last year in the Super Bowl, yeah. You can count on him to make those adjustments at the half, and that's another thing. I think there's a big coaching advantage here. Yeah, I think, I think so. I as think well. that's pretty obvious. I mean, I think that um, I, I just man, I, I'm looking at this Eagles team. Right? Can they really be that good? Are they really that good? Right. It seems like a simple question, but it's really complicated because this is why I've been back and forth on the four and a half point spread because. A part of me really wants to believe that this Eagles team... I mean, they've been the underdog for the entire playoff. They're they're, yeah. they're wearing dog masks. Fletcher Cox is a maniac. Um, Miles, can I tell you this? The Eagles are 4-1 and one straight up in their last five games as underdogs. But 
Four of those games, they were at home. Four of those games, they were at home. That's that's the set I'm looking to hear, right? So because you say that, I can completely uh, eliminate them. Eliminate. They have to be those against the spread stats. They have to be because they're at home. Yeah. And like I said, the, you know, because you could argue, oh, well, the Patriots had home field advantage too in the playoffs. Yeah. It doesn't affect them as much. No, it doesn't. And another thing here, um, so the Patriots, everyone's like, well, the Patriots are 10-2 and two in their last uh, 12 games against the spread. They're like, well, they never played a team like this Eagles team in, in, in that stretch. But that's bullshit. That's bu- Yeah, they, they're they're Sixteen and five against the spread against uh, teams with winning records. Yeah, and has anybody did it, did anybody see that Jacksonville Jaguar team last week? Dude, that was a good. That was a, t- a good team. I can't wait to watch that team next year. There's no way that you're gonna tell me Eagles defense is as good as Jacksonville's defense. I don't even think they're on the same level. And that Eagles defense is good, very. And but, and they proved it last week. But at the same time, it it was just a everything really came together for the Eagles last week. And 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 I think they're gonna have a huge a huge hangover here. Let's let, let's go. Go ahead, go ahead. My you bad. know, well, I was I was just going to say, before we go on, can we both give our prediction here? A score prediction? Yeah. 25-20 New England Patriots. Okay. So you've got them covering four and a half. Yes. You and I have been about the Patriots. Yeah. All season. They really let us down last week. They or, did. Uh, two weeks ago. They did, big time. But my heart is going to stick with Tom Brady and the Patriots. I've got them winning this game by two scores, twenty-eight to sixteen. You have to be a a, a a serious believer in the Eagles to actually bet on them to cover the spread because yeah. it's not a seven-point spread. And um, I was reading somewhere the majority of the spreads that the, the Patriots don't cover it's because they're a two-score spread. Speaking of that, I've got a great stat on this. Yes. So New England, they have covered thirteen straight spreads when they were favored by seven points or less. So, your stat and my stat go hand in hand. It's one hundred percent go hand in hand. Vegas has been setting these large lines for the Patriots, not yeah. just this season, every season. So that's why I love this stat here is that when they're given the benefit of the doubt, they cover. Yeah, thirteen straight times. Yeah, um, I'm just like looking. At, so I, what I did is I pulled the comparisons in uh, defenses. This Eagles defense, they're they're not afraid to give up first downs. You know, they got that bend, don't break. And, I mean, so do the Patriots. Yeah. And so then I was like, okay, who had the most interceptions? The Patriots have not had an interception in this uh, in these playoffs. The Eagles have two of them. They took one. They took one yard. But now let's get down to things that really matter. First downs. Who's moving the chains more? The Patriots have had fifty three first downs in these playoffs. The Eagles have had forty nine. The Patriots' opponents, 37. The Eagles' opponents, 41. That's pretty even. Pretty even. On both sides. So we're saying, I think both sides of the fields are a lot more even than people think. So where are we going to go back to? Are we going to go to the guy who, in his seven Super Bowl appearances so far, has thrown for 15 touchdowns, five interceptions, with a total uh, QBR of 95.3? Or are we going to go against Nick Foles, who's played in zero Super Bowls? The backup quarterback. The game plan is going to be very simplified for him. Yes. And the Eagles are going to count on their defense in this game. But you know what? Tom Brady knows that, and he's going to be okay with that. Yeah. He's going to be okay with uh, a 0-0 game in the first quarter. He's going to be okay with feeling out what they're bringing. He, he's not going to panic. Yeah. I don't see any panicking coming out of Tom Brady at all. Um, 
And see, like when you see all these stats, I have all these stats, and I really just want to throw them out of the window. Like in the Eagles' last four games, uh, eight and a half points per game was allowed by that defense, but they're they're at home. They're at home, and speaking of that, this year they've allowed 23.5 points per game away from home. Yeah. They're a completely different defense away from home. Completely different, and it's it's easy when you have the crowd behind you, you know? You have those people hyping you up. And in my opinion, I think Philly, especially for a night game, is one of the best crowds in the league. Yes. Also, the Patriots don't lose back-to-back games against the spread. They are 9-1 and one against the spread in their last 10 games after a loss against the spread. Yeah. And pair that with the fact that this spread is by less than 7 points. So we're we're really getting down to the numbers here. You have to be, like, like I said earlier, you honestly have to be a serious Patriot hater, Eagles lover, or a really big gambler to really think that the Eagles are going to... I mean, don't get me wrong, Miles. Anything can happen is football. But just in my betting sense, every smart thing tells me to put my chips where the good money's at. And then it's got to be on the Patriots. I completely agree. And here's where I'm at after doing all this digging. I'm a little surprised that the line isn't a little more. Yeah. I think it moved to five. Wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if it moved another half point. Before yeah. Sunday. And if it's if it's 5.5, I'm still taking it. Even if When it's we 5. start 5. going to seven, that's when you start getting a little iffy. But the the... Upper hand that the that the Eagles do have is the kicking game. Goskowski had an off year, and Jake Elliott has not missed a field goal in this playoffs. There was a prop bet: is Jake Elliott going to miss a field goal? I'm taking it because no one goes perfect in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm definitely going to take that, he, that he's going to miss at least yeah. one because one of these kickers is going to miss a field. Yeah, goal. and, and uh, Goskowski's only taken three field goals this, these playoffs. So, so we know who we're looking at for betting purposes. What do you want to see out of this game? From a fan's perspective. Do you want to do... Because this is, I have two perspectives right now, Miles. I have a fan's perspective and a betting perspective. Right. Well, we heard the betting perspective. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and flip it. No, my personal. My personal opinion. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to go to my boy Ryan Williams' house. All my homies are going to be out there. I'm going to be with his parents. We're going to be... We got a keg. And they're all from Boston. There's going to be probably zero Eagles fans. Boston fans are going to be the heavy favorite. I want them to win by three touchdowns or more. I want Deion Lewis to to cover his prop bet. I also want Gronk to get six receptions. I also want Tom Brady to throw two touchdowns or more. I also want Alshon Jeffries to get 69 yards or more. Brandon Cooks to get 70 yards. I want all my prop bets to hit, but the Patriots to blow them out. What about you? So I was really high on uh, Deion Lewis before the conference championship games because of my uh, yards per play stat because I'm just a really big fan of his with what he provides through the air and on the ground and blocking as well. Yeah. I want to see a big game out of Deion Lewis. I don't necessarily need to see a big game out of Tom Brady, but I do want to see a Patriots win. There's been a lot of jokes on social media, Brad, about how the entire country is asking like, oh, can this game end in a tie? Because I guess everyone hates both teams Hell so much. Hell no. I want the Patriots to whoop that behind. <laughs> I want them to take them behind the shed and just spank them. They're like, Nick Foles, you need to go back to the D-Leagues. Wah, wah, wah. Spank the hell out of them. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I don't want to see no tie. I'm, I don't want to see a close game. I want here. the Patriots to destroy them. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know where all the anger comes from. Where, like... 
I understand. Are, do people just not like the Eagles because of the fans, and people don't like the Patriots because of how good they are? Yep. Is that is that what we're talking about? Yep. Because I'm sorry, but as a very passionate, crazy cultural ball fan, I love the Eagles fans. They're not the nicest fans in the world. They're crazy. They're insane. Yep. Uh, the only fans that are crazier are the Bills. Yeah. In my opinion. Bills Mafia. Um, yeah. So you, you, we definitely can agree we want to see the Patriots win. I think we can definitely agree we want to see the Patriots win. I mean, for me, you know, if I can get nostalgic for a second, I would love to tell my son about, you know, Tom Brady and the Dynasty one day, which, yeah. which I already will, but to but add another, another Super Bowl Yeah, another that, layer, and especially when this is the first time where two number one seeds from each side are playing in the Super Bowl. Where you have Tom Brady just waltz in there and then throw his nuts on the table for everyone to see. Like, who cares that I'm – we're even saying it. Who cares that I'm 40? I can ball. My my vegan homies out there eating eating all grass products and slaying the game. I've never seen anybody play this game like Tom Brady has. And as a passionate – like, like as a pure – which I know you are too, like a pure football fan. Yeah. It's, it's something we may never see again. I, I – you know, I'm all – Growing up, you know, we always had the paper in my house. Um, I always checked the sports section. And then, you know, when I started playing sports and I, I started, you know, be, becoming pretty good at sports, I always wanted to see if my name made the paper because it's all about the headlines. It's all about what your name says. And for me, it's all about the headlines. What headline is going to last longer? Tom Brady secures his sixth ring while the rest of the coaching staff departs because, you know, they're departing. It's going to be right. something along that lines or or – Tom Brady needs another hand to fit his rings. That's going to ring louder, no pun intended, than backup quarterback gets the job done or is is Tom Brady's time over. Or underdog Eagles yeah. pull out another one. Yeah, I don't want to see that because, sure, the it's going to – I bet the freaking Twitter hits are going to go crazy. But honestly, in the world of historical sports moments, that's going to be – no one's going to care. It's not Eli beating them for a second time. I want to see Tom Brady clinch another ring. And I don't need a thriller because for me, the moment that's going to define Tom Brady's career when I look back on everything is the comeback last year. Yeah. That's always going to stick with me that's gonna no matter what. The best one I got a chance to, you know, as we grow up and we have went through Tom Brady's career, we've changed, we've matured, we've understood sports better. We've grown up with this guy. Yeah. I want to see him win. I remember last year when the Patriots went down twenty eight to three and and I and I swear you not, I, I turned to my roommate and I said, If Tom Brady comes back, he is the greatest of all time. I was on the fence before then. Yeah. Now there is absolutely no doubt in my mind. He and- is the greatest of all time. That I was I can remember that just like it was yesterday, we're at Ryan's house. I know my boy has to go out to go smoke a cigarette. His dad's stressing. I'm I'm pretty sure his dad was looking for a cigarette and his dad doesn't doesn't even smoke cigarettes, you know? And I hear Amy's like, guys, don't worry. You're the Patriots. You got this. <laughs> and that comeback was magical. Yeah. And we don't need to say a- a- anything like that again uh, because we already saw it. But let's hope for some fun prop bets. Yes. Let's hope for prop bets. Yeah, a, a great day uh, with friends and family. This should be a, this, this should be a national holiday. This should be. We should be able to take off work on Monday. God. <laughs> Absolutely. It's our last football game of the year, Brad. Uh, sad to see the season go. But before we know it, we'll be revving up and talking about college football on Labor Day weekend. Yeah, I'm super excited. So thank you guys for a successful NFL season. You know it might be the end of the football season, but there, there's plenty of sports and plenty of football to talk about. 
while we're letting you guys go, um, please take a second to send us something for the mailbag. Um, you can email us at bestthehouse at gmail.com. Tweet us at bestthehouse. Or you can visit our website at www.bestthehouse. Remember to get your reviews in because we are going to be reading reviews every week. Thank you so much. Let's hear what you have to say. Enjoy the Super Bowl.